0: Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to Questions for Corbett. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com, and this week's question comes in via email from James, who writes pertaining to interview 1506 that I just conducted with Ryan Christian of The Last American Vagabond about the assassination of Soleimani. What I would like to know is, is Soleimani responsible for 600 American deaths? Was he at any point responsible for any U.S. deaths? Okay, thank you for the question, James, and thank you for bringing this forward explicitly. We did kind of tangentially address this in the interview uh, via a couple of the footnotes, the show notes that I did provide, but we didn't go over it explicitly, so uh, it's good that we have a chance to do that right now. Uh, I'm sure everyone has heard by this point this claim of Soleimani responsible for 600 American deaths in Iraq, uh, it's a very specific number, so where does that number come from? Well, there is a very specific uh, source that this is coming from, and lo and behold, it's the lying liars at the Pentagon and the, uh, the, their helpful um, co-conspirators at the State Department. Uh, we get this, for example, from a State Department press briefing that was given on April 2nd, 2019, that confirmed that the U.S. Department of Defense had come up with a study that showed that, in fact, Iran was responsible for 600 American soldiers' deaths in Iraq uh, during the course of the Iraq War. So let's get into this specifically. I'll throw the link into the full press uh, conference briefing, um, but this is summarized in a report from militarytimes.com from April 4th of 2019. Iran killed more US troops in Iraq than previously known, Pentagon says. The Pentagon is upping the official estimate on the number of US troops in Iraq who were killed by Iranian-backed militias, now putting that number at, at least 603. Officials previously said that Iran was linked to the deaths of roughly 500 troops. That means roughly one in every six American combat fatalities in Iraq were attributable to Iran. The deaths are attributed to proxies sponsored by the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, Iran's elite military force that protects the regime from internal and external threats. During Operation Iraqi Freedom... Liberation? Freedom? uh, DOD assessed that at least 603 U.S. personnel deaths in Iraq were the result of Iran-backed militias, Navy Commander Sean Robertson, a Pentagon spokesman, said in an email. These casualties were the results of explosively formed penetrators, other improvised explosive devices, improvised rocket-assisted munitions... Rockets, smart mortars, rocket propelled grenades, small arms sniper, and other attacks in Iraq. Uh, the Pentagon did not provide military times with the new report to independently assess. So <laughs> I mean, just from that alone, if your spidey sense is not uh, tingling, then you have no spidey sense. I mean, the lying liars at the Pentagon have trust us. we've We've come up with a report that says Iran is responsible for 600 plus American soldier deaths. I mean, you want to see the report? You want to independently assess it? No, of course not. <laughs> but, I mean, if you do need that number broken down and, and explicitly shown why it is a lie, I will refer once again to this very important Gareth Porter article that was written in the direct wake of that uh, um, briefing and that, that emergence of that 600-plus American soldier deaths number um, that I did refer to um, in my conversation with Ryan Christian. So go back to the show notes for that. It is in there. Uh, The article is called Lies About Iran Killing U.S. Troops in Iraq Are a Ploy to Justify War. How very prescient. So at that time, this was in July of 2019, Gareth Porter wrote, one of the many myths that have been used to justify the push for war with Iran, led by National Security Advisor John Bolton and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, is that Tehran is responsible for the killing of more than 600 U.S. troops during the Iraq war. Special Representative for Iran Brian Hook, whose job is to round up international support for the Trump administration's campaign of maximum pressure on Iran, presented the charge at a State Department press briefing on April 2nd. I can announce today, based on declassified U.S. military reports, Hook said, that Iran is responsible for the deaths of 608 American service members. This accounts for 17% of all deaths of U.S. personnel in Iraq from 2003 to 2011. Navy Commander Sean Robertson followed up with an email to media outlets pushing the same line. When this writer asked Robertson for further clarification of the origins of that figure, however, he acknowledged that the Pentagon doesn't have any study, documentation, or data to provide journalists that would support such a figure. In fact... The myth that Tehran is responsible for killing over 600 U.S. troops in the Iraq war is merely a new variant of a propaganda line that former Vice President Dick Cheney used to attempt to justify a war against Iran more than a decade ago. Reviewing the history of that earlier effort is necessary to understand why the new myth is a palpable lie. The history of the myth begins with Vice President Dick Cheney's determination to attack Iran sometime before the end of the George W. Bush administration. Cheney had contemplated a campaign of U.S. airstrikes on Iran to be justified by charging that Iran was trying to produce a nuclear weapon. But that rationale for a U.S. military strike on Iran was unanimously rejected by the Joint Chiefs of Staff in a December 13, 2006 meeting with Cheney and President George W. Bush, according to a report by political columnist Joe Klein in Time magazine. After that rebuff... Cheney began to focus on another rationale for war in Iran, the alleged Iranian role in killing U.S. troops in Iraq. On January 10, 2007, President George W. Bush gave a speech that included language accusing Iran of providing material support for attacks on American troops. Although Bush did not threaten in that speech to retaliate against Iran, his words established a legal and political basis for a possible future attack according to Hilary Mann-Leverett, former National Security Council staff director for the Persian Gulf, in an interview with me in 2008. After General David Petraeus took, took over as command of coalition forces in Iraq in January 2007, the command went all out to support Cheney's strategy. Its main argument was that Iran was providing Shiite militias with the powerful roadside bombs called explosively formed penetrators that were causing increasing numbers of U.S. casualties in Iraq. But the evidence proved otherwise. Hezbollah, not Iran, had been well known as the world's most knowledgeable designer and user of EFPs. Michael Knight, who had been following the role of EFPs in Iraq for nearly three years for a private security company in London, told me in an exclusive interview in January 2007 that it was Hezbollah that had transferred EFPs and components for manufacture to Palestinian militants after the Second Intifada began in 2000. He also observed in a detailed account in Jane's Intelligence Review in 2006 that the first EFPs to appear in Iraq in 2004 were believed to have come from Hezbollah. Newsday had reported on August 12, 2005, moreover, that Shiite militiamen had begun copying Hezbollah techniques for building as well as using EFPs based on Lebanese and Iraqi official sources. The U.S. military intelligence chief in Iraq had claimed in September 2006 that the C-4 explosive used in EFPs in Iraq bore the same batch number as the C-4 found on a Hezbollah ship said by Israeli officials to be bound for Palestinian fighters in 2003. But Knights observed this statement showed that Iran wasn't shipping the materials for EFPs to Shiites in Iraq. If Iran had been shipping the C-4 to Iraq the previous year, he pointed out, the batch number would have been different from the one given to Hezbollah at least four years earlier. The command's effort to push its line about Iran and EFPs encountered one embarrassing revelation after another. In February 2007, a U.S. command briefing asserted that the EFPs had characteristics unique to being manufactured in Iran. However, after NBC correspondent Jane Arif confronted the deputy commander of coalition troops, Lieutenant General Ray Odierno, with the fact that a senior military official had acknowledged to her that U.S. troops had been discovering many sites manufacturing EFPs in Iraq, Odierno was forced to admit that it was true. Then in late February 2007, U.S. troops found another cache of parts and explosives uh, for EFPs near Baghdad, which included shipments of PVC tubes for the canisters that contradicted its claims. They had come not from factories in Iran, but from factories in the UAE and other Arab countries, including Iraq itself. That evidence clearly suggested that the Shiites were procuring EFP parts on the commercial market rather than getting them from Iran. Okay, I will stop reading this article there. We're only about halfway through. Um, Please do read the rest of the article. But let's point out and underline a few of the things that we have learned so far. Uh, One is that this Soleimani responsible for 600 American deaths is a hand wave and a lie in a number of different ways, on a number of different levels. First of all, no one not even the Pentagon, is suggesting that Soleimani personally made and personally deployed and personally killed all those uh, Americans with these EFPs. Um, So uh, the idea that he is personally responsible for these 600 deaths is arbitrary in and of itself. But more to the point, Iran is not responsible for the EFPs in Iraq that they are trying to punish Uh, pin the blame on them and they will provide no information, no data, no documentation of any sort to any journalist who wants to know more about this. So uh, too bad for you. But no, the 600 deaths in Iraq... Uh, whether you blame it on Soleimani in particular or Iran in general, is a lie from the lying liars at the Pentagon and their lying neocon lying warmonger masters who lie their way into every war over and over again. And anyone who believes this garbage spewing from these liars deserves to have their head examined because they are lying to you. Once again, it is a lie. So, on that note, uh, is Soleimani responsible for any American deaths at all? He was a a military general in the IRGC. I mean, I'm sure he is responsible for deaths. He is no saint or angel, and he was not always, I'm sure, a uh, a little Girl Scout going around delivering cookies. I am sure there are deaths on his hands. Um, But these 600 American deaths is a lie that was specifically being touted a decade plus ago not the 600 number, but the EFP line, being touted a decade plus ago by Cheney and the other neocons to try to justify the war on Iran that they were foaming at the mouth to try to get going. And here we are, over a decade later, and it's the same neocon, lying, garbage, warmongering, horrible, disgusting uh, there are no words for it that are still using these lies to continue to justify bringing the U.S. to the doorstep of war with Iran. And as episode two of the Corporate Report podcast, going back to the summer of 2007, plainly stated it, World War III starts in Iran. No rational, sane human being wants this war and you shouldn't fall for the lies that they are going to spew to try to bring you to its doorstep. Thank you for the question, James, and thank you for letting me put this on the record explicitly. James Corbett, Corbett I was the CIA director. We lied, we cheated, we stole. It's it was like, we, we, had, we, had entire, we had entire training courses. Uh, it... Uh, it, it, it reminds you of the, uh, uh, the glory of the American experiment.